Okay, we're leaning into this day. It is episode, I forget the number. I don't. It's number two. It's number two. This is the podcast. We are uniquely the same. Okay? So we're going to say this, the misunderstanding. That's the name of this. This, the misunderstanding. So say it for me. Anyway, uh, this is going to be awesome. I want to say hi. How are you doing today? Welcome to Mission One Races. We are uniquely the same podcast, a part of our one voice journey. You're learning more about our words. We want to tell you more about who we are, what we do, right? And how you can journey toward oneness and celebrate that we are uniquely the same, valuable, beautiful human beings, a part of one human race. I'm your host, Richard Richrail Relaford, Mission One Race's founder, president, and servant leader. Okay, for, for any of the first timers, just know that each episode of Mission One Race's We Are Uniquely the Same podcast will talk through life, people, and discuss how our eight principles affect our daily lives and our featured guests, right? How we're not separated by the 12 false degrees of separation that you can reference if you go through some of our uh, uh, experiential journeys and I'll share them with you, right? We'll touch on these throughout our episodes. And if you want to learn more, feel free to join in one of these one community group experiences. That's the first thing right off the bat. So we're starting off with the CTA. If you want to know more after you hear this podcast, join a one community group experience virtually available right now. Number two, if you like what you hear, also please support us and go on to missiononerace.org, give, okay? We want to build a world, worldwide community, and you're a part of it. Let's do it. We're leading into our first uh, conversation, um, and you can join this conversation by sharing your comments on our Facebook page. We have a We Are Uniquely the Same Facebook page, uh, or you can find it at missiononerace.org forward slash podcasts. And we have an Instagram, IG, of course. Here we go. There's three core questions that we talk about in each episode, right? We challenge it. If we're saying our saying and we're saying we believe our trademark is we are uniquely the same, what is uniqueness? What are the nuanced extrinsic, not intrinsic, difference between um, uh, ourselves and those words? Difference and uniqueness. They would be the same word if they if they were the same word <laughs> they're not so there's a danger to difference and there's a power to uniqueness are we really the same is what we're going to lean into in question number two i'm going to tell you right now fast track science says genetically we're 99.9 percent of the same our hearts tell us that we're connected and affected by each other our head shows us that no one can do life alone practically all of us have been at the end of ourselves before so that question is answered right What's the difference between sameness and assimilation? Because we don't believe in assimilation and sameness does not imply that. And then we're going to celebrate the 0.1% of difference and individuality. There's nothing wrong, wrong with it. Last but not least, the third thing we're going to do, right? Lean into uniqueness is number one. Talk about sameness is number two. And three, hit our principles each month. Starting in October, which is now, uh, we're taking one step into our principles and a journey toward oneness. Every October, we'll, be, we'll seek understanding, and it's the first step of this journey. And the word today is understanding. Understanding. Sounds so easy, right? Not, not, not just listening, not just um, an intellectual uh, journey, but understanding. L l look at the word already, under, to stand under. There's already a posture of humility that's necessary. Let's dig into it. What Merriam-Webster says. Number one, a mental grasp of it. The power of understanding. Also a friendly or harmonious relationship, right? Entry two, endowed with understanding, right? To be tolerant and sympathetic. I like the first one, a mental grasp harmonious relationship, right? It, you might not expect that to be, have been your definition, but the definition of, of humility 
that is the prerequisite in my heart and in my experience to wanting to understand or being able to understand is humility. So what is humility? It's freedom from pride or arrogance, the quality of state of being humble. And what do I mean humble? I mean humble in a place that we are in a posture to receive from others, humble in a place that there's more things for us to learn as human beings, humble to realize that we are on this journey together, humble to know that you can learn something from someone from, from, from a different background, vocation, even an educational perspective or not, an ethnic group, a faith of, of different areas of our society, unique areas of our society, we have the ability and the opportunity to learn from people from there if we have that kind of posture. That's the powerful part about humility and married with understanding. It's extremely powerful. And we have to, and we have to, as a group, as a society, say, you know what? We're going to stand in that understanding. We're going to stand in that humility. And I'm excited to say we have some awesome guests. Friends have grown to be friends uh, with them, Luke, Amber, and Marco. Uh, So with all of that being said, I want to invite our guests in. I want to invite them in. Uh, Luke's there with us. Amber's there with us. The one and only Marco's there with us. I I don't know if you've seen a lot of our content. And, and can you guys speak to make sure I can hear you? Because I, I might have screwed something up technically. Somebody say something. Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, good. I can hear you. You're coming in hot. It sounds good. Luke in the house. Luke in the house. Luke, you're a little bit soft. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you stay close to whatever your mic is. I'm doing a sound check because we don't have a huge crew here. This movement and mission is is uh is is small, scrappy, but influential. Uh, and 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 let us take a moment to introduce the ambassador, uh, the the awesome, humble friend of mine that you probably recognize and have seen. You've seen all three of them. Actually, Amber was there as well too. We just end up cutting that part where Amber was in the interview. <laughs> Amber, I'm sorry. I should. So I was so high with, so high with me. We ran out of time, Amber, and we <laughs> we cut that portion. But you did. Got a callback. So I guess that's one thing that's good. Marco, talk to us, my friend. How you doing? We can't hear you. You're, you're on mute. And I'm going to turn my mic down. I'm a little bit hot as well. We're getting our sound together. There you can go. Can you hear me now? Yes, mm-hmm. we can hear you. Marco, where are you hailing from right now, Marco? What's Where, where, are, you, where are you calling us from? Talk to us. Um, um, I'm calling you from my... From my house, my mom's house in the living room. <laughs> nice. A living room of where? What, what's usually, I'm, usually I'm in my mom's uh, uh, bedroom, but uh, uh, it's my mom's house. I'm in the living room because right now my mom is at the beauty shop and, and I'm all by myself. Not anymore. Not anymore. You're, we're here together in this podcast having a virtual family moment. So I haven't even done this. I'm going to do this in front of you all. I'm going to give them a quick little outline of like of, of Special Olympics Southern California. That's who you're talking to. So I haven't even introduced them that way. I, I come in hot on my podcast. Just welcome to the journey. That's what I tell them. Just I only can be myself. That's the thing. The more, the older, right? The older you get, the more you live, the more situations you start thinking like, it's a lot of work trying to present myself how you want me to present myself. Here, here I am, right? And, we, and, and, I, and I have love and respect for you. But either way, Southern... Uh, Special Olympics Southern California provides year-round sports training and athletic competition in a variety of Olympic-type sports for children and adults with intellectual disabilities, giving them continuing opportunities to develop physical fitness, demonstrate courage, experience joy, and participate in in a sharing of gifts, skills, and friendship with their families, other Special Olympics athletes, and the community. I'm going to say it straight up. Besides prep for this, I had not full on read just that concise statement about your mission, about what you're part part of. It is so countercultural in a way, in a, in, in a sad way, but then also an awesome way, right? By default, you're sitting here saying that we're leading out to impart courage, experience joy, participate in sharing their gifts, skills, and all that. And guess what? It's all outward fo- focused. So you've given your life to saying that potentially uh, uh, some of our friends, like Marco and others, and so many others, whether we, can, whether we know it on the surface or not, 
that oftentimes left behind in our fast pace, supposedly high performing and, and, and self-centered society. And you're saying, I am serving and I'm being a part of, and Marco, you, I'm an ambassador of an organization that's going to engage them physically, that's engage them emotionally, engage them communally. And I'm telling you, that's beautiful. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to Luke Farnell. He's the director. He he was the, he's the director of law enforcement and tor- and torch run, but a lot more, right? That's like a simplified explanation. We're gonna dig into that. Amber Lasher, the manager of the law enforcement torch run, will talk more about. Again, a lot more. I know for a fact that you're you're doing more of that. When I met you, you were running the LA Marathon for goodness sakes. That that's not included in that title. In that title, <laughs> um, yeah. right? right? Like, <laughs> different and, things. Yeah, like that's 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 our nonprofit world. Like like there's not even a real list of what we're what we're getting into. And last but not least, and then I'm gonna let loose and, and ask you guys an opening question. Um, Marco, the special Olympics, Southern California, global messenger. Excuse me, I had your title wrong, sir. The global messenger. That's better than ambassador. How you feel about that title? You like that? Uh, right. It gives me the chance to tell the people about about our great organization, about how uh, Special Olympics change our lives. Mm. Yeah, to 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 the uh, to the uh, sports of of competing one another. Yeah, and we even live strongly with the before we do our our Special Olympics competition. We we recite all unknown. If you don't mind, can I can I say the old? Please do. You must have been reading my notes, by the way, uh, Marco, because I just so after you do the oath, just lean into like how you came to Special Olympics. But I want to say the oath. I wish I knew it, but I'll say it. I'll practice it later, and we'll say it together. Because can you lead us in the oath, please? Okay. Let me win. Let me win. But if I cannot win. Let me be brave at the uh, te- attempt. Hmm. Good job, Marco. That's good. I think I might have it. Let me win. But mm-hmm. if I don't, let me be great at the attempt. Is that right? Oh, almost. Almost. Oh. Almost, almost. But it's uh, let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave at the attempt. Oh, I love it. Man, what a life mantra. That's not a bad life mantra, to be honest, leaning into in general, Marco. So do, do you feel like that um, obviously means something to you? What, what does that oath mean to you? Yeah, it means it- a lot to me when, when, we end up, when we end up competing with one another, with my brothers and sisters of Special Olympics, we end up like if I... If I end up coming in at last, I end up saying, uh, uh, I end up going to my competitor and I tell him, well, uh, uh, thanks for the, uh, for the uh, competition, bro. Uh, th- thanks for the, for the competition. And, and, and if I end up getting like a ribbon, well, that's, that's fine by me. And, and, and uh, when or lose, we, we still have, we end up still having fun uh, out there when we end up doing our uh, our uh, competitions of running and maybe even uh, basketball. So good. I almost feel ridiculous asking this question, and I'm going to go to Amber, then Luke, or however order you you feel. Just a just a basic question of and, and Marco, you're not gonna get away from just I'll let you think about it a bit about a, a, a nice little three minute version of how you came to Special Olympics because I know the story. We're gonna hit that next. It's a powerful story, and I want you to, to share it with with our honest with our family. But for Luke and Amber, okay, why is the work you're doing important to you, and how can it help lead our entire humanity towards? understanding of others and really oneness. I've I seen the un, the uniformity in our cause from the very beginning, you know, like before this state of our world. Isn't that funny? We were having, people don't know that. We start talking about the, 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 the shared 
passion and love around Southern California Special Olympics and the Mission One race that could be. Because then there was nothing even really going on. I was like, hey, I did this thing. I got to talk to you guys. You're like, I guess you seem like the all right guy. Let's talk. You didn't really know. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. So, but, but why is the work you're doing so important? And really, how, how can it, our word for today, our focus today is understanding. How, how can it kind of lead us toward understanding and the work you're doing? Well, uh, for me, the reason why I end up being with this great uh, people from Special Olympics is uh, the way that ended up impacting my uh, impacting my life is is like I see it the way of uh, otherwise like I end up uh, some a uh, long time uh, I even thank God for uh, uh, a Eunice uh, Kennedy Schreiber for mm. opening doors for us. Uh, for like a long time ago, because some some people out there back in the time they they never recognized people with intellectual disability, and after and after uh, Eunice Kennedy Schreiber saw uh, how uh, the people were uh, uh, kind of like uh, not uh, putting. Uh, interest in people with intellectual disabilities, and that's when uh, Eunice Kennedy Schreiber uh, ended up seeing it in her way, because she her she herself had like a sister mm. with uh, intellectual disabilities, and that's when she ended up opening doors for us to to uh, uh, take take a bond of of opening doors for people uh, uh, with intellectual disabilities. And that's, that's when uh, at least, I think it was like about at least 800 people that mm. ended up going to Soldier Field. And, and I think it was in Chicago. And, and from there, it grew from uh, state to state and it grew into the biggest, and I mean into the biggest uh, uh, organization in the world that is Special Olympics, and it really opened doors for people who who are, who has uh, intellectual disabilities, and and gave us the chance to to show those people to show those people uh, that what uh, what they can do uh, better. We could do we could do it too better too. So good, thank thank you, Marco and and Luke and Amber. I just feel like he's a true global messenger, and we just let's go into. It. But but what? Why? Why is it? We're we're seeing why. We're seeing why. Like just hearing Marco speak is like okay. The why is simple, but so I don't want to like like be facetious with it. But really, maybe there's another even angle or something that that's, that we don't see in public that that encourages you. Why is the work you're doing important to you, and how can it help entire humanity move towards? Marco is the reason why. You know, hearing Marco speak to why it's so important. Um, that's the reason right there. Marco and all of the other athletes around the world. Uh, Marco did a really good job of summarizing, you know, how Special Olympics got started. Um, Eunice Kennedy Striver, you know, Soldier Field into what it is now throughout the world. Um, the most largest sports organization in the world. It's amazing to see how I many. I didn't know that. So that was a real statement. I thought Marco was just selling it. I'm not going to lie to you because I know Marco. Marco knows what he's doing. If you guys don't know Marco, this is Mr. Personality and he's ready for the White House. He's ready for whatever platform. So I thought Marco... The biggest sports organization in the world, now you're pushing it. But he's telling the truth. Is what you're saying. The truth, 100%. 170 countries throughout the world um, were, were definitely – and the other accolade that we, we claim is also the uh, health organization in the world because of the, all the, the health initiatives that we provide for our athletes as well. So, um, yeah, we're, we're doing a lot um, for um, our athletes and – um, it's important for us to continue to do that work, even, you know, in this new setting, because um, now more than ever, they need the support. Um, there's uh, instances where they may not have uh, stable internet connections. We're looking at ways we can support those in the future. 
Um, they may not have equipment. We're looking at fitness kits that we're going to be sending out to our athletes. Um, they may um, just need resources in this new environment. And um, it's not stopping us from providing those resources, even in um, the time of uh, COVID and, you know, social distancing that we're in right now. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just my perspective. I'm sure Amber can share more technical side of things and, you know, better perspective too. But um, please, you know, what do you, what do you think, Amber? Why is it important? Yeah. Why well, it's important. And you, and land the plan. I feel like Amber, you're going to lean, lean into that. How does that usher understanding as well? Cause let's be honest. A lot of us don't know, including me, you guys remember how there was this awkward moment in the office. I own it. I, I didn't, what words, what's offended? Mm-hmm. Like even telling me about the art campaign. I didn't know those things. So, so yeah, just go, go, go both and Amber. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for being patient with us. Yeah, no, no worries. I think like what Luke said, the athletes, a hundred percent. That's why I love to do what I do. And um, every day I'm reminded of that, especially now since we're doing the healthy lifestyle challenge and really trying to embrace as many athletes as we can on our social platform with um, internet and our, our websites and stuff. I know not everyone can be touched just because of the challenges with Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. um, everything like that and internet and just the, tools that you need but um just to be there and see them and support them in that way is just amazing and um i think it's just a lot of people are one-track minded everyone everyone has their goals everyone has their life and what they're trying to do what they're figuring out what their next steps are but it's not until you realize that every day and everything that you have is a gift and you don't realize that until you are with the athletes like sitting here talking with you right now that's a gift we have athletes that are verbal they are nonverbal. We have athletes that, you know, they are, they have really bad stutters or something like that, where it stops them from being the whole person they are. And Special Olympics brings that out in them. They're able to let their insecurities go because they have their friends around them that, hey, we're not like anyone else, but hey, we're each other. We're, we're ourselves and we're individuals. So like that just makes it so much better and so much um, like just the community is amazing for them and for us too, to realize that we don't you can't take everything that we have for granted like especially now with the pandemic and everything going on i think people really realize that their freedom to go outside go and do things be with people like that was so um taken for granted until now and then just to put that in perspective that most of our athletes are still secluded like they still can't get out of their houses they still have to be in that lockdown sense because of their health and um i think once you put yourself into that atmosphere that those shoes like you really realize like oh wow there's people out there that you know they just want to have that one-on-one communication with someone they just want to get that interaction they just want to have someone feel like related to them so I think that's why it's really important that we continue to do the work that we're doing and um, really get that understanding out there that yeah we try to get sports out there but it's way more than sports come on it's all about community it's all about their friendships you ask any marco what's your favorite part about special olympics hold on marco i got you let me make sure you unmute it go for it one two uh wait i was hitting it one two unmute make sure oh you muted i am we like you muted unmuted go for it you do it marco Uh, it's not working hold on one second hold i'll do it for you do you have a double mute maybe on? You're still muted there, Marco. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, my friend. We'll get there. But if you, we'll ask Marco again, but yeah. once, um, if you ask any of our athletes, it's their friends. They make friends through Special Olympics. They get to see all their friends. They get to go and do things together and um, yeah, I think it's a lot about putting yourself into someone else's shoes, being kind to everyone. Everyone has a story and experience that you don't know about. Like there could people have bad days, people have good days and stuff, but in the end we have to spread kindness, exception, inclusion to all, because, um, without that, then there really isn't anything really holding us together. So it's really easy to find commonalities with things with people, even if you don't have anything in common with. It's just something to be kind and get to know them and to feel like there's something there that everyone has in common. And that's just the genuine kindness that we can all spread. Well, I, you said something so powerful, so many things powerful in there. And 
I have a couple of silly moments, but I'm staying in the, the mode because because you just brushed over Soldier Field. Uh, I am from Chicago, so uh, you're welcome. Since, since Social Special Olympics was that's a weird Chicago thing to say. So it sounds like this movement was launched in the place that I used to pray and believe that I was going to be a professional football player in Soldier Field. And I fairly close. There's a whole whole story around that. So it's crazy to hear hear that connection and sports. Sports change like. Like I can understand firsthand that any of us do activities, there's something that you can't quite explain about getting out there, sweating, laughing and doing things that brings you alive. And how did we get to a place where only the elite, only the physically gifted, only the right, because it kind of becomes that now it's so competitive and so much about money that it's, it's, it, it ends up being an elitist type of uh, genre, right, in any of these areas without knowing it. And you guys are saying, or have been saying, no, 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 no. This sport is for everyone. Sport is for everyone. And there's, and there's a common humanity there, right, that you see. Like the same joy, like wh- where did we get the disconnect? And then you say the understanding. There's, there's an understanding that's obnoxious, almost like if there's intellectual disability, there's not similar desires and wants and the same things that, all of us, right? Like, so as much as we look at this, the, the wheel, we have something called the, the, the false degrees of separation. And I, and, I, and I share that if you look in, but basically I can hit some of the topics, whether it's, whether it's ethnicity, gender, race, sexuality, political views, vocation, location, ability, health, right? Think about it. All of those areas, at some point, you, you feel like there's this distance and there's not a distance. There's not a distance because those are extrinsic things. All of us are, are, are awesomely created, made it valuable humans. And for us to take the time, like you said, Amber, and actually pause and say, wait a second, look at all these, these abilities that even though we, we, we sometimes get caught in our own moment, oh my goodness, I'm, I can't do this. I've got to wear this face mask. And we kind of get in a pity party. Right, we kind of get in a pity party and, and a self party, and this is what I'm nervous about for our country. And even if we're going to lean into this, but you guys are a nonprofit, so we can't get so internally focused on the fact that our lives are slightly imperfect or 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 uh, challenging, and we can't have the fun we had, and then and even become stingy, right, with the resources we have. I'm just going to go there because whatever we're experiencing, those that oftentimes are forgotten or in the margins of our society for no reason of, of theirs, right? Of like this, of this life experience get forgotten. And that's what I'm hoping that we rebound from more quickly than not, that we have to continue to say, we are one and we're one, the same care and attention you have for your brother, for your sister, for your children, for your mother, we should have with those right with intellectual disabilities and support causes and 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 things like socal special olympics and special olympics as, as a whole it's just it's just you know marco you got it and the mic is hot what's on your heart my friend you unmuted i think you triple muted it somehow but you're back okay yeah uh the the uh, the question in back that amber ended up telling me was my favorite part and and being a special Olympics athlete, well, my favorite part is when I end up going. Uh, take take for example the R Summer Games over at 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 Long Beach University. Uh, when I end up going over there, uh, well, I just end up seeing the about uh, kind of like the bus loads of athletes when they come and and they're getting ready to do the uh, competition like that that university and and the sm- smiling faces that those athletes are right uh, that they about to uh, go out and do the best of doing other uh, competition as sport that's so good. How often do you get to hear about busloads of smiles? <laughs> busloads of smiles. I mean, that's awesome. That's a quote right there, right, Luke? It is. So, Special Olympics, busloads of smiles. Like, what? What? that's our <laughs> deliverable. Like, there's so much happening in this world. Like, just like, when's the last time you see busloads of anybody coming in smiling? You're not seeing that on most of the public transit. You're not seeing that on school buses. But you see that in Special Olympics, busloads of smiles says the global messenger. 
good way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Amber and Marco both hit very important topics of unity and you know the community aspect of everything. And I think um, you know without without the the interactions that these athletes are having with us right now, they may not have any interactions at all. And so that's why I just want to really underline how important the work is that we're doing right now. Um, and how you mentioned about marginalized and people off on the fringes. Um, those are our athletes right now. Come on, Who, brother. You would never um, uh, think that there's 38,200 athletes within Special Olympics Southern California. Just pause on that. 38,200 athletes. And you just said SoCal Special Olympics. You didn't even say Mama Special Olympics. You're just, come on, you all. That's yeah, impact. That's, that's the footprint alone from San Luis Obispo down to San Diego. Um, that's the athletes uh, that we serve um, in our footprint. So, you know, there's 50 states. Like I mentioned, we're in 170 countries throughout the world. That's a lot of people. And so um, that's why we're, uh, you know, we say that the power of sports is, is you know, unique is because we're uniting all of those people um, through, through sports. Um, it's a unifier, right? I, I go and travel with World Vision. I'm going into some developing countries with very tough, you know, that's my heart as well, like serving Mission One Race. I still serve at World Vision. And guess what I find, you guys? Lacking clean water, lacking funds, a soccer ball. And these kids light up. And they play, but it hurt my heart because I brought American football and they looked at it like, man, what is this mess? <laughs> Listen, just so you know, like we've lost the battle with soccer, football worldwide because it's, it's a lot far reaching. I love football. It, it changed my life, but soccer. And you're right, Luke. I didn't even think about just, just the children, no shoes in some of these instances and stuff, but that soccer ball takes them somewhere. That sport takes them somewhere. And they feel don't that community. For, they feel that love. Don't forget the new sport, the two new sports that we have in our great organization. Tell us. Flat uh, football and cheerleading. As oh. you can see, we don't we don't de- we don't discriminate. We even open we even open doors for those uh, people. Flat uh, football is uh, we supposed to have. Uh, I don't know if they if they uh, consider it already, but uh, it's supposed to happen in the month of November. The uh, the uh, com- that uh, that competition that's gonna it's gonna be a, a flag football unified play with uh, with our uh, Special Olympics athletes, and I think with uh, the uh, law enforcement and and we. And that and 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 most uh, the uh, competition was going to be at at the Rose Bowl, uh, but I don't know if I'm because uh, I haven't heard anything from Special Olympics. But uh, hopefully they won't cancel it because the uh, the uh, that competition is going to be called. Uh, 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 Gee, uh, help me out! Look, I, I want, uh, you're the one who's going to be running that uh, <laughs> that, that, that uh, competition. The uh, yeah, it's called the Guardian Bowl. We called the yeah. Guardian. Yeah, the Guard- nice. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we did have to um, uh, postpone it again. So we're looking at having that event um, towards um, you know next fall, um, and and it'll be back at the Rose Bowl. And yeah, Marco, really good job. I'll, we, we like to say that Marco's like one of our best sales uh, people at Special Olympics because he's always selling the next event. So, Marco, thank you. But really, actually, it's one of um, Amber's events that she manages, and it's a, it's a unified uh, flag football tournament. So um, coming up next uh, fall, and, and as soon as we get over this COVID stuff, we can have big groups of people again. We'll um, put on a great event at the at a great venue. The parallels continue. Uh, so I was a bad little kid, uh, just owning that right here. And I remember my parents supposedly called the grandmother and, and they said, uh, don't call him bad. This channel is energy. So guess what they did? Put me in flag football, like six years old. Guess what the problem is? You can't tackle in flag football, Marco. So they kicked me out. 
So the next year, this is true another, stuff. I, I can't yeah, make this yeah. up. Yeah, another, another to make a, a first down, second down, you have to take the flag from the person from the waist. Right. That's how. Why you? Do you hear how Marco's talking to me? He's like, dude, don't you get this? I do, Marco. I tried. I was very aggressive. Well, I'm probably still aggressive, but I'm a lot nicer. And so the next year I went into tackle football and then people started cheering when I knocked people off their feet. See, Marco, either, either, either go by the rules or play a sport where they, anyway, no, that's not the lesson folks. That's not the lesson kids. I didn't do it on purpose. You're right. I shouldn't have been pulling the flags, but I'm, I'm so excited. I I, I want to do two more questions before, before we leave. And I want you to make sure that you leave us with a couple of uh, uh, call to action. Yeah. So maybe you can split it. I want someone to possibly share a story, right? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning on Am- uh, Amber, Luke here, you, Marco here, uh, to share a story around understanding, right? And maybe a vulnerable, vulnerable moment where may- maybe you've seen understanding happen or you, um, and or, um, again, like I said, highlight s- something that's coming up. Marco talked about the, the uh, Guardian Bowl or whatever the case may be. So maybe you can divide and conquer. I want to make sure we hit that. Like if there's some story that sticks out, some transformation moment, either with a person that was volunteering or participating with, with uh, SoCal Special Olympics or one of the athletes, whatever the case may be. And then uh, again, just make sure we get that call to action out there for what's next for you. And, uh, and hopefully you're on uh, Luke still, but then I'll, I'm going to invite you in like you did. You got, you got me there. I signed up for who runs the city. Luke called me out. He was like, hey, man, like, that's what we got to do to each other in this work. Like, we're busy. Like, you called me out. You're like, get signed up. I got hey, signed what up. Are road, what are the roadblocks? Let me get rid of the roadblocks for you, and we can make this happen. Well, you know, I have to um, depart in just a few minutes. Okay. I, you know, with the, the school schedules and everything, it's just a little bit different these days. But um, Amber and Marco will stay on. But I'll just share really quickly that, um, you know, the, the time is now. Um, we need the support. Uh, there is um, uh, like a kind of um, some misconceptions about Special Olympics. And, you know, a lot of um, we, oh, we get a lot of funding from, you know, different resources and things like that. But the reality is, this is a very tough year for us. Um, you know, we're looking at about a three point, uh, a three million dollar loss uh, throughout the year for the year. And so that's, you know, not something we can just make up really quickly. So we're going to be resourceful. We're going to try and bounce back, you know, um, but there are some things um, that are coming up um, in the near future that, you know, people can participate in. um, And um, um, I'll let, you know, Marco and and Amber share those. But um, thank you, uh, you know, for having me on, having the crew on. And I just want to, you know, really, it's about the athletes like Marco. I agree. You know, that's why that's why it's just so important that we get to do it, what we do and, and we're blessed to have our you know, this is our job, you know, um, but man, we're so lucky to get to work for, um, you know, athletes like Marco. So. so good. Before you I get 30 seconds before you bail, I've got to return the favor. OK, it could be a win win about this we'll talk more about it the virtual version of this journey 2020 where i would love to see special olympics take a day and say we're going to relay this people are doing it from their home they're doing it forever and you own it market it the way you want it to but i believe you guys just by who you are you represent oneness like we're not having separate conversations what you're having is a conversation of oneness specific to one of those false degrees ability Ability does not change the value of a human being. Ability does not say this is what you get to have in life. You get to have a lesser abundant life. That's not real. So we must go with uh, uh, the resources and time and ability to help. Stand in for our brothers and sisters and participate in So I hope that this possibly call to action can help bring some funds there. Because remember... 50-50 goes, goes into, so it, yes, it helps move forward the mission of oneness, but it could be a strong platform to, to lean into um, um, SoCal Special Olympics. So we'll work that out, get a meet, meeting on schedules. You guys I say, I got to go on record. I'm, I'm calling them out like the way you call, call This is what we do to each other. We're called, so it could be a really, and that's December. So December, think December 6th or 13th, one of those days, maybe, maybe not the whole event. 
And we also have a version of it that's more, but more time consuming, if you will, called the, um, the pilgrimage virtual experience. That's intentionally um, all abilities. So like people wouldn't even have to physically move or at all. Like what could they do uh, for one of those days? So we, we can talk more about those, but um, that's in my heart and not from like a, Oh, I'm selling it. But I really feel like our heart as mission one race is almost like the ambassador of and the advocates for nonprofits. Right. Oh, that, that's, 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 that's why we have relationships that are budding with world vision, budding with American foundation, suicide prevention, budding because we all, this is not a, there's not enough. You guys are out there and you have the funds. We're, we're trying to do good work. Like, like trust us, we're going to make good on it and, and the impact that they're having, that they're having. So thank you, Luke. Um, Absolutely. But Inclu- I want- we're all about inclusion. Inclusion is the best way to put it. I mean- Boom. Include. And, All right. and buses of smiling, smiling faces. <laughs> See you, brother. See you, brother. So, Amber, the weight is going to be on you to yeah. say, okay, what, what, it, it, I know I talked about the mission and race portion of it, but, but in terms of a highlighting call to action, and you're going to close this, Marco, don't worry. We're, you're going to, you're going to leave with our, with our thoughts for sure. Um, um, of where the call to action is and really in a timeline right now we're in October. So what's coming up, um, where to, to, to go, things like that. We'll help post some of these on our podcast and on our faith, uh, Facebook page for, we are uniquely the same. So, mm-hmm. so let us know. Yeah, of course. So, um, the best place to go for anything really is just the, our website, which is www.sosb.org. Um, there you can find the events that are coming up. Most of our, our all of our events right now are virtual. We um, plan to have virtual events all the way up until uh, March of next year. So we have a lot of time for virtual events. Nice. Um, the upcoming events is uh, like we touched base on earlier was we were in the city. That's this Saturday is the last day. So we're going to have our closing ceremonies on Saturday at 10 a.m. So you can still sign up. So you can still run the city. And if you're not local to Los Angeles, that's the, the, the rivalry between USC and UCLA. If you move here, even if you're not a sports fan, the, the city forces you to choose. So exactly. we're forcing the world to choose. Like you have to choose. And I'm going to go on record. Don't be mad. UCLA. I said it. Don't be offended. Nobody. Oh, no. Guess who's the biggest UCLA fan? Marco. Marco! We didn't even know it. <laughs> we're all UCLA right now. We love you too, yeah. USC, but we're hoping to crush you. <laughs> oh, and UCLA is crushing it. So, yes, there's still time to register. The registration will close tomorrow at 9 a.m. So, if okay. anyone wants to join in, totally do it. It's going to be super fun. We'll have that closing ceremony. Um, we also have the torch run, like we, um, or my titles are. Um, so, the torch run is with law enforcement. They do a torch run every year. They raise over a million dollars every year for us. So this year's a little different. We're doing it virtually as well. We're selling t-shirts and everyone can join in and buy a t-shirt and then run for Special Olympics. So another and run. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. let's talk because I believe that's powerful. And another reason right now, because I'm just going to go on record and saying that we are uniquely the same at Mission One Race. We appreciate and love the majority of loving, passionate servants that are that are in law enforcement. I'm just going to say it just like that. And for to have an event like that, right? Well, we know even right now that tension that's happening in our country. We can't just act like it's not there. But but seeing the light of the of the humanitarian heart of police officers of law enforcement leaning in for Special Olympics and doing this, I want to find out some kind of way that we can cross promote and just be associated with that because that's that's big. So I just wanted to put put that in there and not not bury it and go like that is really right. That's another level of in, of inclusion or there. That's those are those are yes, passionate and 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 servant leaders. The, the majority of our law enforcement and God bless you all for for serving. So so keep going. I'm sorry about that. Yes. No, thank you. And I will have to talk offline more about that, but exactly what you said, inclusion for all. So um, we also have a great event that's coming up in January, February. It's going to start on February 1st, but we'll start having the website out soon. It's called Move Across California. And it's another virtual run for athletes as well as our um, supporters, whoever wants to be involved. It's a six-week run but it will have pit spots pit stops from all the way from southern california all the way up to northern california so we're um, teaming up with northern california 
And um, we're going to have a lot of different fun things there. So interactive fun for athletes and for supporters and sponsors and whoever else wants That's to be so involved. Awesome. And that, again, sounds like uh, there's just places for us like to participate and just cross you know what I mean? Just like get mm-hmm. involved in support and not have a lack mentality. So we yeah. like we have different, we have unique circles, all of us. So if mm-hmm. each person activates and goes, man, I see interest in in in, in a nonprofit space as well, and 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 just humans, you have your circle. You have your places where you go, where you hang out, your family, or maybe your places of worship, your places of you know whatever the case may be. So oh. those are, those are three good. So so we run the city. Torch Run, run right? and Move Across California. Move Across California. All those are on the, the website. Um, yeah. you, I want to ask you, Amber, if you're going to share some just last last yeah. thoughts. and Because I want to make sure that, Marco, you, you close us out, brother. Because And I'm going to give you a prompt of I remember that moment that we shared in uh, – yeah, I, I'll, I'll say that. I'm going to have, have Amber because if I go there, then I'm going to go there and I might end up crying and mm-hmm. so forth. And, and – uh, um, and that's okay, but I, I don't want to like trump what you're what you're gonna say, Amber, because this is again. How long have you been serving, and kind of are, are your last thoughts? Because I, I think you went right into this a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, yesterday was my second year anniversary with Special Olympics, so it's uh, two yes. years now. But nice. I did start when I was in college. I interned for Special Olympics and fell in love with it. And eventually, I was like, well, if there's ever an opportunity to work for this organization, I'll do it. Well, fast forward, I had the opportunity and now I'm here and um, yeah, it's every day. I'm just more and more grateful, more and more amazed of what our athletes can do ability or not or disability or not. They're still amazing people inside and out. Um, I think most of the time they have way more knowledge and way more things that I don't even know about. And I learn from them more than anything. So um, I think if we go back to the understanding is giving people the benefit of the doubt and actually listening. I think listening is a huge thing. Um, we all have our thoughts. We all have our opinions. We all have these things that we go through experiences and everything else, but um, it's not all about I, it's all about me. Mm. It's about everyone and the uniquely the same unifying together. Like we need to really listen to others to really get to that next step to do the change, to be the change. So um I just am really grateful for any time that I'm working here and continue to work here and, um, you know, making a difference for athletes, honestly. So. And when I was, that's, it just, you're just a genuine part. Like, I know you mean it. I've, I've seen you like, whether it's on a podcast or not, you walk it out. So Marco, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, Amber, Marco, do you remember the moment? where I sat there and you shared a vulnerable moment and, and then you're going to close, close this out, my friend and take your time. And I never in my life, and I'm a black male, just, just, just is, you know, not ashamed at all and understand the implications and the misunderstanding that's going on. And I've been called the N word mm-hmm. and done things to me where it really wants to take me to a tough place. And it makes me want to ask people, you know, like, why do you hate me? Why are you trying to hurt me? more now in my life than it does anger like that's there too at times but when you share that story about yourself on the bus and i was not prepared for it i did not know my friend i did not know the implications of using the r word like that like loosely and joking with friends no matter how i grew up and 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 I am telling you, I told you that there privately, and I don't care about publicly, that I'm saying I apologize even before I knew better. So that's the other thing. You can't my excuse can't be I didn't know. So all those things don't count. No, I want to retro in retro apologize directly or indirectly to anybody that may have heard me using that. That that I did not target it at someone that I knew was in, with intellectual disabilities, but indirectly, it hurt you. So I apologize, and I did not understand the implications of that word. And now I do. And I will share that, and I have shared word. Go ahead, brother. You I'm mean, sorry. You mean the word of the uh, R word? Yes. That Luke told you about what happened once inside that bus. 
Yeah, I ended up telling that young lady that that, but I told her in Spanish because I couldn't tell her in English, but I told her in Spanish, well, that word, and I mean, that word is very offensive to us, and I could have please uh, do me a favor and don't use that word because that word is very, very offensive to us, and we, 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 we are athletes, don't even use that word, and we and we try to correct those people who end up uh, who end up uh, using that word too much. And I mean, uh, it literally, uh, it's like almost ev almost every day that they end up using that word. And I myself don't even, and I mean, I even myself don't even like to use that word because that word is very offensive. And we end up telling the people. Uh, we end up telling the people we are like in the uh, in, like in the campaign right now that we try to get rid of that that uh, that R word, and we just don't like that word. And I mean, we just frankly don't like that word because it's very offensive to us. And I mean, very offensive to us. That's why we end up having that campaign. The uh, 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 it's, it's a, a simple a sim simple words that that people could could live with and that uh, and, and it's called like a, a spread the word to end the word yeah spread the word to end the word and um it is an objectifying harmful because because it has that same energy as any of those other blanket statements that we say about human beings not the human being not the person it just says that and it makes it this static uh demeaning negative connotation versus saying those with intellectual disabilities it's very different because that human being is a awesome person they have an intellectual disability they're not that word are we right in saying that uh amber yes yeah exactly um and what marco was saying was spread the word to end the word we have our um our word campaign so um we do that every march and we go to schools we'll do it throughout our footprint and just say like sign the petition kind of like the um drugs free is way to be yeah. kind of thing it's uh, <laughs> for our word um so you sign the petition and then you sign that you'll like you won't use that word you'll encourage people to stop using that word you'll um educate people who are using that word like you said like i mean i didn't know about that either until i got into it too so exactly the same thing like i retroactively have to apologize for that too and um it's like you said too it's i know now i'm going to do better moving forward um, I can't change the past, but I will do better by that. And I'll do better by telling people that the R word should not be used in any circumstances. And um, I mean, even to this day, I still have some people that, you know, say it. And you, just have to, you have to just kind of kindly say like, hey, that offends me. Like, and now it's a personal thing. It's yeah. like, okay, well, that word offends me now. So I, and I think we all have to kind of take that as a personal statement in any of those um, derogatory words. Like, Yep. the n-word any of those words those offend me like yep. i don't want anyone to say that because that's my friend yeah. so um i think going back to having it just educating people and spreading it as much as we can and making sure that people are knowledgeable about it so so good here's the roller coaster i like i always like we had our unity moment we talked mm -hmm. tough truth marco bring us home with some hope though Bring us home with like the Marco special. Did you leave it us out? You're encouraging us. What, what, I'm not going to tell you what to say. But I just feel like there's just resilience in you just as a human being around you. I don't know if you know that or not. There's just like, I, 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 I don't know. Like you, I, I hope that you feel like we're building a, a friendship here. Like I want to really find out, like I know your schedule, my schedule. So like, get we have an saying that goes around in special Olympics, uh, Special Olympics is highly contagious. <laughs> uh, you may be hooked for life. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think that's it, y'all. I, I we just did a wrap on it. The global messenger, Marco. 
They also measure their uh, Amber Lasher, uh, our friend Luke Farnell, uh, uh, also leading out there as a, as a director. I want to say thank you so much. You heard the activations. You, you'll see it there. There's going to be a lot more of just shared moments and stuff with all of us. And I would say um, just, just good things to you all. And I'm going to say peace in the name of love, mission, and oneness. We're out of here. And we'll love get the information. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rich. Bye. Bye. Bye, Amber. Bye, Marco. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know how you all are feeling. I'm just kind of taking a moment. I'm just taking a moment. So much said there. Such good people. Such an awesome uh, global messenger. Luke Farnell, like he walks it, he lives it. Uh, Amber, he's been in it for years. Amber, straight out of the college, goes into it, and they're leading out. You heard it. Uh, it may be contagious. <laughs> A bus load of smiles. You know, just just the, just inclusion. Uh, so he, so here you heard the CTAs from the uh, the organization uh, from SoCal Special Olympics, and I just want to remind you that we just hit the first principle. Uh, through that interview and through what I leaned into on, on a more educational type of approach at the beginning of this uh, about understanding and let us have the humility to seek it out and stop talking enough, right? And listen to actually receive it and then apply it and, and hold fast because we're going to be leaning into how that lays the foundation is potentially from the other side of, of people we may have offended or if you've been offended for us to potentially forgive. You know, that, that's, that's really um, where we want to journey toward oneness. And those are the beginning parts. So understanding today, next month, forgiveness and another great uh, conversation with a group of folks in a, in a nonprofit. You have to wait and see. Uh, here's a call to action specific to mission one race. Um, as you know, we have three paths and eight journeys, path of movement and the messaging that we're doing, the events and the experiences that allows us to take us on a uh, uh, on an actual experiential journey. Our movement allows us to go on an emotional journey. And then our org, uh, our organizational journey takes us on a cognitive as well as as an ohana journey, as we call it, by both a, 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 growing our mind and teaching us and un unlearning some things and, and replacing it with sound truths, right? And getting rid of all those biases and prejudices and, and so forth and so on. Um, and, and allowing that Ahana journey to be partnering with you. So you have, if you're a part of a nonprofit, if you're not, whoever you are, if this is in your heart where you want to do more, we can activate you. You can join. Membership is, is coming around the corner where there's actually will be a portal for you to come in and get uh, um, updates and know exactly what's going on in each of our paths and journeys, as well as some other perks like some of our, our, our gear and swag and, and, and some fun things like that and just some access into the into community because we're all family. So the next thing I, I would say is uh, the one community uh, group experience. It just got going in terms of the launch. We, we have a, a meeting next week to equip some of the potential leaders. And the first official experience will be October 22nd. So you're not too late, right? You want to lean into the movement team and, and look for the blog that you can find on our website at missiononerace.org forward slash blog. And we cannot miss it. Like I told you, we have those activations coming up around both the pilgrimage that I told Luke about uh, as well as the journey 2020. So there's a lot here. If you say, man, that's a lot we talked about, both the SoCal Special Olympics as well as Mission One Race. Yes. And guess what? Something or multiples of them should fit within your schedule and time and your interests and maybe call to action. So thank you for listening and joining us today. We want to hear from you. So join the movement. 
Join the journey towards oneness. Support us if you want to give up some of your treasure. Like, follow, and send us a note on social media. We are real people behind uh, missiononerace.org and the movement as a whole and and everything else. We are not an an inanimate object. We are volunteers of staff, of of council, of of volunteers, of board, all of us, okay? And in November, we're going to move forward, as I said, into forgiveness. The first two steps that are necessary. So tune in to find out about how we approach these principles. I want to say signing off. The truth is, remember, we are uniquely the same and a part of one human race. So let's start living like it. In the name of love, mission, and oneness, peace and love, Richie John Rose, a.k.a. Rich Rail, your brother. Peace. I'm just a man doing what I can. But... But we made them boogie